Here's the thing that makes life so interesting. The theory of evolution claims only the strong shall survive. Maybe so. Maybe so. But the theory of competition says just because they're the strong doesn't mean they can't get their ass kicked. That's right. See, what every long shot come from behind underdog will tell you is this. The other guy may in fact be the favorite. The odds may be stacked against you. Fair enough. But what the odds don't know is this isn't a math test. This is a completely different kind of test. One where passion has a funny way of trumping logic. So before you step up to the starting line, before the whistle blows and the clock starts ticking, just remember out here, the results don't always add up. No matter what the stats may say, and the experts may think, and the commentators may have predicted, when the race is on, all bets are off. Don't be surprised if somebody decides to flip the script and take a pass on yelling uncle. And then suddenly, as the old saying goes, we got ourselves a game. Seven minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. It is the kickoff hour. We do what that, that says. We kick things off for Rick and Bubba. They join us in one hour from now. Dan Moultrie is back from the great outdoors, uh, and we will talk to him uh, about uh, some great hunting, a great outfitter out of Canada, actually. Uh, so we'll catch up with old Dan. I, I know Patty, God love her heart, his wife, uh, has had to have made something that's just going to be delicious. So we'll have that. And then, guys, we have a, a Jack's Biscuit Drop, baby. Today is the Jack's Company uh, Biscuit Bake Off, and we're going to have just a variety. I'm talking about just a ton of biscuits dropped off a little bit later in the show, so we're going to have a good day today. Well, let's bring him in. Sitting over my left is Mr. Greg Burgess. Right in front of him, it's Helmsy. And in the behind him, there's old Adler running around doing what he does, making it all happen. How are y'all? I'm excited for the day, and I'll tell you why. All right. Yesterday was the laziest day i've had in quite some time really yeah awesome didn't feel like doing anything so you know what i didn't do anything then the kids schedule changed in the afternoon like i thought okay here's what i'll do mm-hmm. like i was really in a rut yesterday mm. like just mentally like yeah. couldn't get it going really and got home and thought all right hems you got about two hours to mm-hmm. stay in this rut right and then when you go get the kids and carpool that all changes this is when this is when you get things going second half okay? of the day here second we go. half of the day make the best of it yeah well, then they get in the car, and they inform me that their day has changed, that they're not going to do the things that they were going to do, so nothing was required of me. So, no, I, I was upset with that because I couldn't get it. Not like, really. I couldn't say, no, I really was because I was thinking, well, crap, now I don't have anything to do. Huh. Well, I do have that tonight, So, but I had like four hours mm-hmm. from that point to to – Really, I could have got a lot done. I didn't. Right. I was just lazy. Today it changes. Wow. Today it's on. <laughs> today it's on. Today it's on. Today it's on. Today it's on. Yeah, I, I get my uh, head on my rump, and we we getting after it today. I uh, I did bump into somebody that asked how your bathroom remodeling was going. Mm. It's going good. Is it's, it uh, slow? But the demolition I mean, has is it complete? 
or close to no, it? No, I've no? got I've got a couple more pieces that I gotta do. By the way, the tub is the is the is the bathroom. Can you use the bathroom in there, or is it just shut down? Like, do you have yellow? You can use the no, cross tape. Well, nobody ever uses it anyway. No, uh-huh. I'm still using it. You can't use the shower because right. it's no, done. It's right. not there. Yeah. Um, but I have purposefully left the sink and the toilet in place where it's at. Because I want it to be able to like clean it up and wash them hands and just a functioning until I have to have mm-hmm. that'll be one of the last things I do probably right. Um, but that tub, guys, you know somebody emailed me and said, and I don't know what it's I don't know if it's ceramic or porcelain or what, mm-hmm. but it's the old timey heavy tub, and they said no, you're not going to be able to carry it out of there. Right. What you're going to have to do is bust it up. Yeah. So I did with a sledgehammer. And I did not realize how heavy hmm. they must have put those things in like first, like yeah. when they because there's no way that men could have picked that up and taken it in the house. Yeah. It's ridiculous. How before heavy. the framing and all that kind they of mu- came that in. must have yeah. been one of the first things they yeah, put in. They'll do had that. to be. Yeah. What'd you do with it? Just piece by piece, throwing it in the trash. <laughs> And then how about that hill? And the, how, the how, pieces, how do you get it to the top? Well, I, just ro- I put it in the trash can. Uh, one roll bit at a time. Yeah, yeah, a little bit yeah, at a yeah, time. So that. what I've been doing is I've got I've got a big garbage can, uh, similar to the one we have in here in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and I and I have these black like bags, and mm-hmm. I just drop pieces in there till it till it fills up to where it won't break right. when I lift it up, and I've got that down because I've dropped a few, <laughs> and then just every <laughs> trash runs twice a week at our house, so. I'll put as as much as I can in there that I can actually get it to the road, and I got bags of that stuff laying all over the place. But it is it's sharp, it's glass like uh, the the coating that was on it. Mm-hmm. But the actual pieces of the tub, it's a black. Yeah, it is so heavy, like a piece the size of this cowbell here. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't believe how much it weighs. Wow! Like I don't I don't get how well, they hey, got what's this. It's good it's, a, it's a mess. <laughs> it's it's goodness. It's heavy. Hey, and it takes – I mean, look, I'm not a strong guy, but I, sw- I swing an axe pretty hard at that thing. Yeah. And you'll swing at it, and you'll be like, so, wow, you didn't move. Like, you didn't crack. You didn't do anything. You didn't do anything. So you have to hit it about four times before you can even get any kind of mm. momentum you're, you're, going. You're thinking, okay, how, some, how, how much would somebody charge me for demolition? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not why, why but that's the whole reason I'm doing this. So. <laughs> right. But 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 then you hit it that sixth time and it's then it really starts going and you're like oh okay there it is there we and go. then it makes it easier there and easier and easier but hey wow that's a that's been the toughest part so far right is the tub and I didn't think it would be and what was your deadline you gave yourself Christmas Christmas yeah. all right mm-hmm. well you're, so. you're on it though you're, you're going yeah I I uh, I actually think it, money may get in the way mm-hmm. of okay. of that completion but. Uh, but it's your it's, portion, it's going, though. Be, yeah, it's yeah. going. It's going good. Well, good. I, I, I guess it's somebody. going good. I, you might want to ask Amanda. Right. And it's every time she's going to say, "Oh, that bathroom looks awful." Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, because it's remodeling. That's a lot right. of racket, too. Right. Well, that's another thing. Like the the <laughs> the, the, um, the tub part. Like I have to try to do certain things when no one's there mm-hmm. because the tub thing. Like I even had to put plugs in my ear. It's so loud when you hit. Yeah. That thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's really loud. I bet the like neighbors a baseball hitting a bat. I bet the neighbors much Indoors. louder than that. It's it's. It, I bet the neighbors think, "What on earth is going on yeah, up there?" Yeah. Um. So I, I strategically, I even had to go tell Maddie the other day. I said she was the only one there. I said, "Hey, just heads up, you're gonna hear some really loud racket downstairs. Don't get scared. It's no big deal. It's <laughs> me working on the bathroom." Yes, sir. So, but it is loud. 
Wow. Um, well, keep us updated on that. Yeah. Maybe you'll get you'll hit that mark. Uh, no way I make December. Yeah. <laughs> the good news is when we do the year ender, uh-huh. I'm going to have a few weeks of yeah. Oh yeah. Of kids out of school and not having to do carpool, and I'm going to be able to really dial in some things that that. Um, and I've got a plumber that we use, my guy. No, um, I gotta that's go. gonna come install certain like he's installing something upstairs too so a lot of moving parts around our house um, right now mm. f- a couple of funny things you brought up the big year ender you know i went and had my skin checked the other day and they declared i needed another pdt treatment that's basically where they they put this solution on your scalp at your your, your head and your face and lack of a better trying to describe it's almost like you sit in a tanning bed but it's a light that takes that layer of any type yeah. of skin cancer on the on the surface of your skin, and if you keep that beat down, then it doesn't develop into anything. Well, they get to looking and all that. Oh, you got to have that. So they wanted me to do the twentieth, the big year ender. And I don't know if y'all remember this last uh, last year or not, because I try to sometimes I try to strate- strategically do this annually when I don't have to come back into the show like a couple of days later, because I have to shave my <laughs> my goatee and I'm slick face. Mm-hmm. And I asked her, I said, do I have to do that again? She said, yes. And I'm like, well, then that means cr- for Christmas pictures, I would get in so much trouble from Terry if I'm slick face. Well, what's wrong with slick that. face? And because I, I look like I'm on some tour, you know, with bald head and slick face. And so <laughs> I, I said, like, okay, we can't do that. <laughs> All right. And because t- Terry's Christmas for her, their side of the family is that Sunday. So anyway, long story short. They, I mean, they really wanted me to do that. She said, well, then the 26th, so the day after Christmas, I've got to go in there and do that. Uh, and, the, and you saying big year ender, which is December the 20th. It just kind of sp- sparked something there. Uh, but little P is scheduled to be here. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And uh, you like little that P, I sent you I, that's gold. And, and we might have to somehow play that uh, today. But she was, it was an interview uh, with little P about the Trump song and the, oh, their wow. support of Trump. I think that mm-hmm. was during the uh, Donald Trump. That's from the well, I don't know if it's the same guy. But. Right. But it sure did look like it because she said, there was an interview with an Atlanta yeah. TV station, yeah. and and that was it that was posted. So I, I don't know. We'll have to maybe try to play that. Or, I, I have no That'd idea. But that's going to be something. But um, And then yesterday was the big day of, you know, we got a lot of moving parts uh, right now with, you know, we got kid, we got Jay, uh, Tyler coming home from college, which, by the way, he turns uh, 23 today. I've got a 23 year old. Uh, and um, we got teammates coming home. Hey, girlfriends coming over for a day. We got we got oh, yeah. uh, we got we got Thanksgiving or whatever, and there's talk of Willie Bowl coming back. You know, yet last year we didn't do Willie Bowl, and that's the Thanksgiving football game. But Uh-oh. now the kids are so grown, somebody's gonna get hurt. Yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I'm feeling good, feeling amazing. I see my life go through some changes. Yeah. My mama told me, don't you stop it. Catch me outside. How about that? All right, Jordan. Fire it in there. I'm feeling good, feeling amazing. I see my we are rolling back. 22 minutes past the hour. It is the kickoff hour, and we appreciate you being with us. Um, next hour scheduled to be with us is our buddy Dan Moultrie. Uh, and we will talk uh, a little bit of the great outdoors and uh, check in with an outfielder out of Canada as well. And he has got the match Moultrie today. And uh, I'm going to tell you, the match Moultrie trivia question is going to get somebody uh, the grand prize. Moultrie Mobile System, Deer Feeder Unlimited as well. Uh, and it looks like to be a value over $400. So be listening for that. That's always entertaining. That will be coming up next hour. Also, Jack's. 
they have got their company-wide biscuit bake-off today, and uh, to celebrate that, they'll be dropping off some biscuits for us. Yeah. And we love Jack's. And just to, if we were just going to look out in the horizon, here it is. Look, tomorrow, Jack's is bringing uh, their chicken sandwich oh, as they the enter the continues. chicken sandwich wars. Uh, and I love to see Dan Moultrie locked out outside as he's holding something Patty made. It's waving yeah. at us. But um, as we roll on, you know, I, I was mentioning uh, just last segment about how uh, the uh, the Wilburn Thanksgiving plans uh, have been altered slightly, uh, and um, we were going to go over to Sturgis, Mississippi, right there by Starkville, Mississippi. John Ed and Reg host. By the way, Reg says hey, Greg. I, I'd like to say old Reg. Yeah, Reg says hey. Is he training well, for the Willie Bow? Uh, well, that's that's up for discussion because I've got a show? decision to make, and that is because we're going back. We've altered plans. And we're going back to Huntsville for Thanksgiving because my mom, uh, and I appreciate we mentioned that she, and I know Rick's been praying for her in the Wednesday Bible studies, starting things off. She's got surgery uh, next Monday. Wasn't that great? Uh, right there on Thanksgiving week. But we've wow. changed plans, and we're all going to Huntsville mm. so they won't have to travel or anything. And so now the, the, the discussion of should Willie Bowl return? Uh, my sister started sending me pictures of past Willie Bowls, and the kids were young. It was fun, teenagers. Oh, look, let's get out here and play. Now they're like little men, yeah, and I just wonder with their competitive nature, where well, and mine Injury. too, Y'all where wait. where will this go? Be you know what I mean? We don't need this, but yet the competitive nature in me says, well, it, there needs to be a Willie Bowl. Uh, and so that that's up for discussion. Here's I just what's going to happen: you're worried about the adults, the ones yeah. that have gotten older. Yourself, right. I would be worried about myself. Yeah, you would be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's one of the kids will get right. hurt because they have no governor. Right. You know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to go after that. That's and stupid. they and at this time they don't need to be hurt. No. They got a lot of things coming up. Yeah, they, don't, they, they don't do. Need to be hurt that gummit. So I guess that's it. <clears> um, you know, I, I was going to say, have you can take re- out insurance policies on everybody, sure. like right. they do, like before the bowl games. Yeah, Lloyd's yeah. of London. Yeah. yeah, hmm, that's not bad. Now I know how you are as far as money, so probably not. But never mind. How am I? Frugal. <laughs> I am. See, Tight. did you like that? I am. You 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 thought I was going to say cheap. cheap? Right, right. And I said frugal. Yeah, big frugally difference. cheap. <laughs> There's big difference, and I think you're frugal. Speaking of frugal, you're, smart you're doing your, your own demolition in your bathroom, and Brett in Huntsville wants to weigh in on that. Brett, what's up? Hey, how y'all doing this morning, guys? We're, we're good. See, Aaron? Uh Listen, uh, you uh, was talking about demolition, that toilet, I mean that tub. Yeah. Uh, they do set them in there but when they're framing the house because that's the only way they can get them in there. I figured. Because they're yeah. putting small doors on, on them, you know, in your yeah. bathrooms. Yeah. And when you go to busting them, they are sharp as glass yeah. Uh, yeah. when you start picking them up. But they do set them in there when Sweet. they're framing the house because – I was framing when I was about 13 years old, so wow. there's been a lot of them, man. So yeah. And they are heavy. They are. <laughs> I don't see how, I don't see yeah, how they, they did it. Right, you got to take out walls and, and door frames to get that puppy out. You know, they you make just... a little, I'm learning so much. They make a Thanks, little Brad. tool to uh, to stick in the drain. Careful and with then, that. And then yeah. turn to, yeah. to, to disconnect from the drain, and then mm-hmm. you bust it up. Okay. And uh, and he's he's right. It's it's what I did is I took a, like a drop cloth, an old thick drop cloth, and mm-hmm. put it on top of it. So all that so stuff wouldn't be, be flying, flying at me as I'm hitting projectiles. It. We like to call them. right because it is. It's like glass flying. It's like a it's like a bomb going It'd off. Put in your there. eye. Yeah. You hear you you have to wear safety glasses. Too. Yeah, the goggles. Um, have to. Y'all to see me in those. That looks good. 
<laughs> Please take a picture of that. Need a respirator better yet, I love when Amanda. Asthma. I love when Amanda just sends me a picture of you doing something, and then she'll just send it to us. Just hey, enjoy. And then she doesn't tell me. No, no I see what no. she's doing. I yeah. don't say anything. I mean, to it's her. brilliant, is what it is. Uh, had a situation at the Cove last night that almost was so bad. All right, the Cove is where I live. Okay, the Cove, Ooh. and um, and so we're just we got uh, we some neighbors that are moving in, two new neighbors, and I think that's I think that. we have one house left, and everybody's all the houses will be sold. Well, the uh, the couple across the uh, the street from me were out yesterday doing some uh, some Christmas decorations, and they were putting some stuff up, and they had this little bitty toy, this little white dog. I don't even know what kind it is, guys. It it, it was it's it's so tiny. Oh, okay, boy. it's it's. I would say this, your head is bigger than this dog, okay? Wow. It is the tiniest, cutest little thing. Well, my dogs have a fence, but then they, we have the pet stop that goes around the fence, the underground fence stuff, and so they're just kind of hanging out, doing their own little thing. Uh, and I, I will say this, my dogs are adapting to the cove. They used to bark at everything. Now they're kind of just sitting there watching people. So I go to go get the mail yesterday. It was late afternoon. Hey, how y'all doing? You know, and I tried to govern back here to where I didn't over greet. I just that we we made eye contact and I said, "Hey, y'all, hard at it." You know, just something small talk. But that dog, that dog takes off across the street and Uh runs into our yard. Uh oh. And I'm like, and it it was one of those things where, okay, I can't do anything. I got I'm got one hand in the mailbox. You know, mail's coming, and here it comes. And my two run right at it. Oh no! Because it crosses the invisible fence. Uh, and now it's in officially our yard and sits down behind our truck, and it just sits there. Y'all, I can't tell you how tiny this little dog is. Well, Jack, the older of the two dogs, he runs over, and he's sniffing it. And Leo, the wild card, here he comes. And Leo comes running over there, and he stops, and he does the same thing. And y'all, his it's like in a movie. His mouth opens up, no. and I see the hair turn up on the back of his neck, and he... I mean, talking about big old wide mouth. He's going right for the neck. And he is probably within maybe a hand's reach from the neck of that dog. And I scream, Leo! And he he doesn't even close his mouth. He stops and looks at me, freezes, like... Oh, that would have been horrible. Okay, do I go or do I not go? I said, sit down. And he sits down, and the dog ran back across the street. Y'all, he almost bit that dog's oh, neck off. Did the neighbor see it? Yeah, she said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. is 25 minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba show. As always, we do appreciate you making us a part of your day. Rickandbubba.com is the website. Spell out and A-N-D. That's where you go to find out information about the show, upcoming events, things that are happening. And speaking of upcoming events, boys, we're going to be at the shops at Grand River this coming Friday night. It is the good time, gang, and we will be there live, live, all the way live at 7 o'clock That's Central. That's right. Christmas spirit. Uh, also, um, James Spann will be with us. He's going to be signing his new book. It's going to be a lot of fun. It happens there in Leeds, Alabama, uh, from 7 till 10 this coming Friday night. It's going to be the grand Christmas tree lighting, guys. I don't know if you're – are you in the uh, Christmas spirit yet, maybe? Are you there? Are you asking? No, I'm not. No, you're maybe not. Maybe this will help. Yeah. Um, and, I think uh, it will. 
the magical Christmas celebration with Santa and Mrs. Claus. Live performances, face painting. Uh, Helmsy actually clogs uh, Friday night. That'll be kind of cool. <laughs> we got bouncy houses. We got uh, arts and craft, uh, balloon art, and then we'll be our, the special MCs, and uh, we'll be introing a lot of the live acts. So you'll have to be praying for me there. As secondhand embarrassment will kind of come in. I might have to go to the bathroom or something. Uh, James Spann signing his book, as I said. So all that happening this coming Friday night. The Good Time Gang together, and the Good Time Gang was together. Last week when we recorded the uh, Dawson Live podcast with our buddy Scott Dawson, the Scott Dawson Evangelistic Association, and that hit uh, day before yesterday, and we're getting a lot of feedback from that. So Dawson um, now. Dawson now. I'm sorry, not live. We were, I felt like we were live, but uh, it's Dawson now. I just now. did that because if people go search for Dawson Live, they're not going to find Well, I appreciate Dawson you jumping live. in. That is when you jump find in. find Dawson now. If you want to know when you jump in, that's when. <laughs> okay. That's when. Uh, Dawson now, uh, and that, uh, the links were in show notes yesterday. Because it actually wasn't yeah. live. And we right. also sent that out on social media, so check it out when you have a chance. Um, as far as Christmas spirit goes, I will say this. I'm not in the Christmas spirit yet mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that i'm not like i'm not mad at people for for being in the christmas spirit and i'm not also mad if you're putting up decorations like i and i and i would i would say i would i could put up my decorations but i'm still not in the christmas spirit mm-hmm. so i'm saying i just got it off my plate kind right, of thing right um it's gonna take after thanksgiving before i before i get actually in the spirit before it's helping. I, it's helping me a little bit because Thanksgiving is so late this year. Uh, it's like we're a week behind, and that helps a little. Uh, but um, there will be there will be a night after Thanksgiving at some point when the trees up and it's it's kind of subdued at the house. The fire's going, and I'm sipping on some eggnog, and I'll be like, "Okay, I'm there. Right. I'm in the Christmas spirit." There it is. Maybe even some music in the background. Yeah, Just but not. all that's post Thanksgiving. Okay. Post Thanksgiving, yeah. well, but, but it, if you're in the Christmas spirit now, uh, obviously Big Boy is because he's wearing yeah he's wearing he a little Santa on. hat. He's got his Santa hat on today. Yeah, um, I'm okay with that. Yeah, you can go now. It's it's fine. We we need to decide. When we're gonna not. we're gonna bring out uh, Adler's um, Christmas tree uh, from when he was a bachelor uh, he, that he donated to the show here. Uh, we drag that thing out every year. It stays in storage until then, and it just stays up with yeah. decorations on it and a lot of the ornaments that come. Uh, to the studio here are, are ones that we're going to be in the ornament graveyard uh, there at each house. And so we'll have to bring that out at some point, probably when his parents are here for the Adler Christmas on December the 2nd. Are that might sure be it's the still day. Here? That may, yeah, it should be, unless one of y'all threw it out. No, I didn't throw it out. Okay, so it's, it's tucked off in the corner back okay. where it ails off. Yeah. Okay. In the storage unit. That thing. Yeah. <clears throat> so that, we should have thrown it away. You Boy, think? Sharp. That's tough. Um, <laughs> did y'all see this here? And in, in this Russian Popeye they're calling, uh, and Greg pointed like out the Popeye, cartoon character Popeye. Yeah, Popeye had big forearms, not, actually, not biceps. It's actually but, reverse Popeye, right? right. Uh, but apparently, uh, he was labeled as the Russian Popeye, the do-it-yourself body bodybuilding guy that had injections and all this kind of stuff. To well, anyway, he uh, had three pounds of dead muscle removed. Three pounds. Twenty-two year old, by the way. Uh, nicknamed Popeye due to an abnormal large biceps. That's how he got his nickname, even though it was Popeye has they look ridiculous. Uh, he went. He un, he underwent his uh, the first of at least three surgeries to remove roughly three pounds of dead muscle oh, tissue. I'm looking at this, this after gross. he injected dangerous enhancement substances into his biceps and triceps. And y'all, they got so big, it's like his hands. He kind of has to hold his hands out a little bit. That it, looks gross. It's, it's crazy. Is, is this the same one that got knocked out? They had an MMA fight footage from Russia, 
and he was in it. And he oh got yeah, knocked, I remember he knocked, that. Not completely out with his big old arms. Good night. Um, he used uh, petroleum jelly injections. So he thought now, this. How good. ridiculous is that? I mean, my goodness. To enhance the size oh, of his arms, gross. which before surgery were said to be at least Greg. twenty-four inches around. That's, yeah. that's what they pulled out. <laughs> like yeah. There. Oh, yeah. Looks like a, a flesh football. Yeah, it really does. Wow, that's that? so cool. I told Adler wanted to know what it looked like, and I said, it's like he's holding a small turkey, but it's just muscle. That's, that's yeah. disgusting. It is very disgusting. Uh, but the surgery, um, uh, mm. <laughs> they said that it that had um, good night. They um, injected three liters, about a. 100 ounces of petroleum jelly-like enhancement substances into his arm. That's what he. That's what he injected. That's like when people get in their butt. Yeah, so they can have a big booty. Golly. Good. And that usually turns out bad too. Right. That's awful. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That. That is the what I would call disgusting story of the day. Yeah, it is. <laughs> have y'all seen? And be ready, Spitty. Have y'all oh, seen the, the Greta Thunberg look-alike from I the have. 19th century photo? Yeah. She may be a time traveler, guys. Have yep. y'all seen this? It does look like her. The conspiracy has started. It looks. Just Do we have like any her. audio with her? It's just a just a picture. Yeah, it's just a picture because I think like he's saying the picture's so old. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought maybe you could see if she sounds like the same one. Yeah, I mean, I don't right. know. Let's listen. They got right, right, so you, you're saying go back in time? Yeah, let's go back in time. Yeah. I, the don't, they have is, actually a recording of <clears throat> Yeah. Oh, okay. How dare you? Oh, oh wow. They oh, do sound alike. They wow. They really do. Yeah, I'm looking at it. It does look like her. And she's either A, a time traveler, B, a vampire. She's immortal. This is from the 1800s. Hmm. Look at that! Wow, she does. I got to tell you, that's it. That's that. That. How does somebody find that? One hundred twenty I mean, years ago. Wow, she don't look that old. Y'all, look at Greta. Wow, they do think? look alike. That's huh? kind of creepy. That is. How dare you? It's <laughs> amazing. How dare you? They sound exactly <laughs> the same too. <laughs> yeah, I know it. That's the now best play part. Greta. Huh? Now play the one that okay, we've been talking right, about. Right. How dare you? Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's it is so exactly. so. And this clear. is from back then. How dare you? Wow. Yeah. Goodness wow. gracious. There's a lot of similarity there. there I knew the picture, though, is, is a I little I knew there was something creepy about her. What if she is? Yeah, time mm-hmm. traveler. We need to hang yeah. it. Well, but Bubba's already he's, he's already debunked time traveling because he said if so, then he would have come back and seen himself. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. He left himself a note. That's a lot right. of that going on How in the, um, the Avengers Endgame that I finally had to. Finally got to watch. Did right. you? Yeah. Finally. Okay. Finally. All right. Yeah, that was part of that Disney Plus <laughs> add-on that I was able to. <laughs> was it also part of your that? day of doing nothing? No, that was uh, that two was, days ago. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Quite a rut, I mean. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> I was about to say. Did you do How nothing? Dare you? Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> let's just stretch it to a week. Yeah. Why not? No, no, no. I got to break out of it. <laughs> I had a break out of it today. Today's the day. How dare Today you? is the day. Today's, Today's the also day. the day of a I rec- want you to ask me tomorrow, though, to keep me accountable. Okay. Good. Y'all I- do that. Uh, if I'll do that if you'll do that on my evening. <clears throat> okay. Um, so uh, today's also Rick and Bubba University podcast day. It and is. And our very own Betty Lou Bussey will be here. Yeah. That's right. Bubba's lovely wife will be here. And whenever Betty Lou Bussey enters the building, you never know what's going to happen. You know, you can have an outline of what you think, but then – the conversation will just go different directions, so that will be one entertaining podcast, to say the least. Uh, and I appreciate Bubba just letting it happen. I mean, he could have stood in the way of this and said, "Nope, not happening." Because anytime the wives enter our little world here, you just you're nervous about it. Let's be honest. But you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times we're able to just 
we're able to put up barriers and go, okay, guys, this is all fair, but hey, this happened at the house, but we can't bring it up. And then Greg will uncomfortably bring it up and get one of us in a handle. But um, look, look, I'm but, nervous. But when your wife's in here, she can start bringing up stuff that you haven't brought to the show. I'm nervous you know? when the wife is watching the daily documentaries, much less yes. being in studio. Yeah, yeah that's right. I agree with that. Uh, I agree with that 100%. <laughs> That's something we're doing as a family now, I've noticed, like, since Adler started it back. Yeah, yeah. Caroline's kind of the lead on that. Hey, is the documentary out yet? No. And we'll all sit around and watch it on the TV. Check it out. The daily documentaries are back. It goes to the Big Year Ender on December the 20th. Adler working his tail off every day, so check that out. Today will not be one, though, because of the podcast. We'll pick that back up tomorrow. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes till top of the hour. Dan Moultrie is in the building, boys, and he was carrying a casserole from his lovely wife, Patty. So just a heads up with that. We haven't been in the kitchen, but he's in the house. He joins us next hour to talk about the great outdoors. Today, the Rick and Bubba University podcast uh, continues. Today, they talk to the to the great Betty Lou Bussey, Bubba's wife. She is going to be this week's feature, so uh, be looking for that. That's going to be entertaining. And... Dawson Now, his podcast, The Good Time Gang, uh, was featured in that, and it hit just a couple of days ago. So in the podcasting world, uh, you got a lot to search and enjoy. Uh, and we have gotten uh, some feedback from a lot of you that are into podcasts or, hey, I'm on the road, I'm, I'm doing some work around the house, and I just hit it and let it roll, and we appreciate that feedback. Dawson Now, is uh, uh, there's links to We put all that out on social media yesterday. But be looking for the Rick and Bubba University podcast. Uh, a little bit later, uh, and I guess what Saturday morning is that? That's when that'll hit. Uh, right now, the portion of the show is brought to you by our friends at Compassion International. You know, we need everybody that is listening to this program. Matter of fact, we were talking to Coach Bruce Pearl yesterday with Auburn basketball when Rick mentioned uh, Compassion International, and he was so moved. He said, "Well, I've got to go do this right now." And we're asking you to as well uh, come together with us and uh, see if we can surpass our holiday season goal to get at least. 100 kids sponsored through Compassion International. More than 60,000 kids are on the Compassion waiting list. That's 60,000. So please join us today and together this holiday season. Let's all share uh, as, and see if we can give assistance to 100 kids uh, by sponsoring them uh, with the Rick and Bubba Army. So go right now to Compassion.com slash Bubba. That's the, the website, Compassion.com slash Bubba, and select your t- child to sponsor and whatever at whatever country you want, uh, and you need to think about what uh, you know physical, uh, spiritual, and emotional support this is going to give those children uh, who's trapped in an extreme poverty. So check it out right now at compassion.com/bubba. Help us reach our goal. If you'd rather call, and there's some of you that want to do that, eight five five two nine three twenty three twenty three, eight five five two nine three twenty three twenty three. If you prefer, or you can also go to our link at rickandbubba.com/slash. Uh, rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button but it's compassion.com slash bubba all right so there you go so yesterday you know the impeachment hearings and whatnot have it, what a, it has what a freak show. it is it's it's it back and forth and just Both everybody thinks they victory. won everybody and all that. each side depends on who you're talking to yeah. right there were moments yesterday during that that i got caught up looking at twitter on seeing what everybody was saying about particular about the hearings themselves mm-hmm. 
And about the same time as this was going on, another story was breaking in regards to Hunter Biden. Victory. Yep, Joe yep. Biden's son. And he's had his own issues, plenty of them. You know, he was removed from the military service, and then he's caught up in this Ukrainian thing. But yesterday's news on Hunter Biden was the fact that evidently a few years ago, he had um, he had denied a mm-hmm. paternity test yes. to this mom and, and no child support. And he's been in a lawsuit. <clears throat> well, the judge ruled in the mom's favor. Mm-hmm. He had to take the paternity test, and it has come out that he is the father Ooh. of this child. Oh. So you're going to be dipping in that Ukrainian Uh-oh. money. <clears throat> well, Uh-oh. this broke yesterday. And so, and, and by the way, evidently when this happened, I wish they'd let Mari Povich tell him. Uh, trying you to, are well, the yeah. and, and to, to your point, I want you to think about this a minute. This evidently happened when he was dating his brother's widow. All right, wait a minute. Now think about right, that. Who's, on, yeah, who's he, on first? Think about that. Again. His brother dies. Right, yes. Yeah. He starts dating his brother's wife. Correct. Good. No, and, then he, and then he fathers a child. With somebody else. Gets wow. this girl from Arkansas pregnant. Okay? So Good all, night. All this is going on with Hunter Biden. But the, com- the the comical side of this is Team Trump, okay, which is the official campaign Twitter account. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulates Joe Biden on a new grandchild. Okay. Yesterday. Are you <laughs> serious? That's, that's kind of a low blow, but that's funny. <laughs> I'm telling you that. You, I know the whole thing is sad, but that's funny. If you can't laugh when at they that. came up with it, do you think, all right, let's sit <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> new grandchild. Hunter, you are the. And then I got tickled at, at the president, the actually. You are the president was actually <laughs> tweeting yesterday, and I think it said something like, it was in regards to the impeachment hearings, he said if this was a prize fight, they would already stopped it. Yes, yeah. I saw See, that. That's that funny. was good. See, those things right there is why I'm halfway paying attention to this. Yeah, just halfway. I don't care who did what, to be honest. Yeah, I'll be no. honest, even if they, it, if, if you, if they came to me today, and I think most of America feels like this, and said, yep, Trump did every single thing that the Democrats are saying. I'd yeah. go, okay, so what? Wait a minute, excuse me. You're telling me that politicians <laughs> use their pull to actually you know, get things done under the table and yeah. promise stuff exactly. and, and withhold stuff yeah. unless there's certain favors are made? Are you trying to tell me that? Yeah, and by oh, the way, I I, I'd almost think you're an idiot if you don't. Uh, it's called politics. It is. It's called business and politics. So, anyway, I just thought that was funny. On a, and, on a lighter note. And, uh-huh. and Hunter Biden, by the way, wow, what a mess and all that. Yeah, I, hey, what, hey. Hunter Biden, mess. Yes. So, I mean, they right there together. You just have like, no, there's not just one thing, you know. <laughs> right. It's just things just keep yeah. keep. Yeah. So like, you said, like you said, I yeah. mean, looking back at everybody's past, there was just some stupid decisions. Oh, no I question. mean, raising my hand yes, right now. Yes, absolutely. But he's Forefront. 49 still making them. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Joe is having to sit him down like we would sit down 14 to 20-year-olds. Right. Joe. Yeah. Hey, buddy, again. I mean, you're in trouble again. Every day. We got some kind of news story about you? My Come goodness. on. Good night. Well, he might want to consider buying one of these to wash away his troubles just in time for the holidays. <laughs> Paps Blue Ribbon has come out with the 99-pack. You've heard of a 12-pack. You've heard of a 24-pack. And some even make 15s. 99. It takes 99? two people to carry it. Two people. to You buy it, you got to have help to get it out. Why on 99 earth? Pack. Right, 99 so pack of the PBR. Why did they stop there? Why didn't they go to 100? Of beer on the uh, maybe because of that song. Okay, that helps. Know. Thank you. But uh, I, I'm Look with, at it. Look at that thing. Look at that. Two people to get it. Good night, Greg. PBR. I'll see you left to the left there. That's, so where were you? Where they take no, this picture? Okay, oh, buddy. I'm sorry. That's not you. But look at that. 
Imagine you say, hey, man, I need your help. Why? Well, I'm, I'm getting a 99-pack. I need some help getting it out of the store, all if you don't mind. All right, I'm thinking about the guy well, you meet me at the house and, and help me unload my 99 <laughs> Yeah, the truck. <laughs> the guy that pulls up in the yeah. in the parking lot and has to unload and wheel that thing in there. <laughs> I always feel sorry for them. Nobody holds the door open Nobody. for them. No. They just let it slam I right on them. I bet you do. I do. Yes, uh, I do. Yeah, I try to. Guys working I hard. Yeah, I try to. If I'm 99. <laughs> and when you do, when you open it up, you have to start singing, 99 bottles of beer on the wall. But how about that? <laughs> and we thought the fifteen pack was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's that's happy. I'm going to leave y'all with a good thought because you know there's some hard news out here. Uh, uh, but I would like to know if y'all would do this. Okay. A woman from Long Island left her engine running while she ran into a bagel shop. All mm. right. Picture it. She's traveling before leaving town for an early and I have a problem with this friendsgiving in Pennsylvania oh, okay. last weekend. But time out. Well, we can't. You don't have time. Hey. Remind me tomorrow. Okay. Amanda is convinced that everybody here would play a part and do a good job at a friends giving here at the studio. And I'm having to tell her, no, we're I'm dudes. I'm not even sure what don't, friends givings are. Let's talk to it. Let's talk about put that all on right, your list I'll for table, tomorrow. I'll table that. All right. All right so, I hear that um, all the time. So oh. when she got to her destination 180 miles away, she turned all, her car off and had no way to get home. And you ask why? Well, uh, the shop manager made a seven-hour round trip to bring her the keys that she left on the counter. I guess it's one of these cars where you don't have to have oh, yeah. the key, and she yeah. never cut it off, so she just kept on going. His name is Vincent, and I can't pronounce the last name. He told reporters that uh, it was just the right thing to do. Would you drive? Plus, he thought she was. Would hot you and drive seven hours to return a customer's keys? No, no, I, no. not when there's they. they not you can mail them. Yes, what I was going to say, as long as you FedEx or UPS, you can overnight that puppy. Right. Well, she. That's why I think there's more to this. Yeah, he thought she was fine. Right. right. It has to be that. And and didn't see a ring and right. thought, hey, I got a shot. Yeah. yeah it's the next day, they'd have had it there next day. Yes, yeah. they would have. That's funny, stupid. Funny story. I don't know if you remember this, but uh, Marty Adams, one a dear friend of mine, and his son Derek played with Tyler with Jacksonville State. Derek's now moved on and is in the uh, Kansas City Royals or- organization. But we were we were travel buddies. Okay. Yeah. And he had somebody drop him off at the airport when we were traveling to Dallas to see the boys play. And he for, he had the keys in his car, and the guy was I mean I'm talking about 20 30 minutes down the road he had to call him go you better come back because I've got the keys in my pocket to the car, mm. so this happens. Yeah. But would oh, you yeah. drive that far? Rick I don't know. And nah. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy. It is six minutes Bubba, past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. How are you? A brand new hour is beginning now. We will start with the national anthem. Our national anthem today, Faulkner University. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there Say does that star-spangled banner yet wave O'er the land a 
of the free and the home of the brave. It is seven and a half minutes past the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba show. 25 years we've been rocking along. And we thank you for being with us. Uh, much to do going forward on the program. Team Rick and Bubba, let's uh, get them on the field. The kickoff hour has already happened. That is hosted by Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy. Eddie Van Adler has the YouTube option for you today. He's got a brand-new daily documentary that published last night. Uh, go look at the latest one as we wind our way down to the end of the year. The big here-ender will be December the 20th this year. Outside, look at Big Boy. He's in the Christmas spirit. Uh, Big Boy has put on his Santa hat uh, for the rest of the season. Hello, Big Boy. Looking good, buddy. Uh, we'll, we'll chat with Moultrie this hour. Hash Brown Hero, our Rick and Bubba University student, will take your phone calls today as he keeps earning his degree in common sense. That now, of course, is a superpower. Uh, all that's missing is us bringing in the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. Speaking, of course, to the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama, but even more details. How about this? Silver Tongue One. The man with the golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year. The inventor of pizza in a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put our hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! Hello, Bubba. Oh, kind of a soft ballad oh, this morning. I see to start everything. Well, Commodore Country. Good morning, everybody. Hey. Rick and Bubba. Yes. Glad to be with you. Sail on down the line Half a mile or so well, I don't really want to know Where you're going Maybe once or twice you see And time after time I've tried To, to hold on to what we got But now you're going The thing you're gonna say, Lord. I give all my money and my time. I know it's a shame, but I'm giving you back your name. Guess I'll be on my way. I won't be back to stay. Everybody say. I guess I'm moving along. I'm looking for a good time. There's the Commodores. I still remember when I saw the Commodores, Ashford and Simpson, and Zap featuring Roger. Oh, uh, and, and when I saw that, they did Ceylon, and they came out in white cowboy hats. I'll never forget it. Oh, uh, that sounds, you know, I think, Commodore Country. I think the best concert I ever went to, mm-hmm. the headliner was the Gap Band. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. And this sure. is right when they were dropping oh, the bomb. They'd okay. drop it for 20, 25 minutes. They came back and dropped it. I know for 45 no, minutes. No, just drop it. Uh, the act right before them was Roger and Zap. Mm-hmm. The act before them was a group called Goody, which was actually a relative of the Gap Band. Mm-hmm. And they had a hit at the time mm-hmm. called Tonight I Want to Do Something. You okay. need to look that up. That's also the name uh, of you and Betty's upcoming book. <laughs> That's how we did it. 
and this is how we did it. And then the opening act was Planet Patrol that had Planet Rock, oh, and they goodness. had the robots that came out oh. from uh, Battlestar Galactica. You know, get and the, oh, I thought when I saw those robots rapping on stage, oh. I thought well, it don't get any better. No. I was hitting my buddy, going, "Hey, how about that?" Yeah, that was the first concert. I don't know if that was your. My first concert I ever went to was the Commodores, Ashford and Simpson, and uh, Zap with Roger. Yeah. And, Roger uh, did a good job, and I remember Roger coming from the back of the auditorium on somebody's yep. shoulders. Yeah, he came with in the a guitar, it, it, like they brought in the Egyptian kings. He had the tent, you know, mm-hmm. up on the bars. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you call that thing, and he'd stick his head out no, in the yeah. spotlight. Yeah. And they, I mean, they made a big yeah. theatrical. And, and they had more, his helium pipe. Dude, oh, there was more know. bounce to the amp. We called it the helium pipe. Hey. I know that wasn't what it was, oh, but you know what I'm talking. Yeah, about. more bounce to the amp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Heard it through the grapevine, all yeah. that. Grapevine. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> So, and I and I've told this I need sto- to hear that. I've minute, told this story before. So my mom and dad went to the concert with us because we couldn't drive. Yeah, and I remember that uncomfortable right. moment when the people were passing a joint down the aisle. My mom and dad said that we're good. Yeah, yeah. Well, we yeah. we went and saw it at the Omni and rode in on uh, Marta, mm-hmm. and uh, I think God, I can't remember how old I was. It was it was late high school, mm-hmm. maybe early college. And that night was the first time I'd seen a lot of things I had seen. Oh yeah, ever saw before. Yeah, so and yeah. uh, I thought, well, that, I've always heard about it, but right there it is. Right there, right it is. there it is. As a matter of fact, on that note, in this commercial break, I'm going to show you a picture that was sent to me, and and of course I I didn't know about this moment in, mm-hmm. in history that you and I are familiar with. Right, and he's going to slay you. Okay, okay. On on and, that exact note of what you're talking about. Yeah, well, it was uh, about it was, Atlanta. Uh, Showed you some things that you'd heard about as a kid, but you'd never really yeah. seen. Well, it was from small town Alabama. Yeah, it was. Uh, it it actually was was right there, real close to where we were sitting, and uh, it was a vendor, and I'd never seen this this type of vendor up close. And, we're uh, on the same page, and it yeah. was. Uh, you know, it was one of those things. I I was not in the in the buying situation. Well, no, but I certainly was curious as to what was going on, and had to have a brief conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, probably shouldn't have done that, but it sure was funny. Well, yeah, you were trying to get clarification. Yeah, on the yeah. Situation. Just want to be sure I understood yeah. what the what 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 the vendor was looking for. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I will tell you today, today on this program, and I know I'm not going to get there. Um, I was going to say I want some clarification on whether Hunter Biden is the father of this child, but that's already in. Yeah, we got that. So we got, we got that. that. So we'll get some clarification on this. I need somebody from Chick Fil A to clarify the situation. Will somebody please just step up and say, "Here's what's being misreported." Here's what's accurate, and here's what we're doing. It seems very simple to me That's the person in charge to say, whoa, everybody out there, hey, a lot of articles, a lot of talk, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of back and forth. Let me clarify who we are, what we're going to continue to do, what we're not going to continue to do, or hey, everything you're hearing about, anything changing is just hogwash. It would be very <clears throat> simple then to just let this keep going on. And uh, so, so yeah, I, I'm the same way. And I, 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 hey, hey, it's not not difficult. You know, how about this? <clears throat> Hello, thank you. Hey, thank you for being with us. I'm I'm so and so, so and so with Chick Fil A. I know there's been a lot of confusion out there, and and some uh, some stories that have been reported. Let me clarify for everybody, so we can all get back to doing business and serving chicken sandwiches. Here's who we are. Uh, yes, yes, we've made some changes, and here's why. Uh, no, we haven't made any changes as far as uh, where we stand yeah. on marriage and where we stand on this and who we're going to support and not support. Uh, all we really did was change the way we do it, but uh, we, do, we, we have not changed anything as far as anything else. Is, is, hey, that would take, what, 10 minutes? Maybe. Uh, may, maybe a letter? Maybe a yeah. letter. Hey, this is a this is an official letter. <laughs> Took maybe you just that, 30 seconds yeah, there. Yeah, so right. Maybe, maybe they're, let's maybe go down they're down growing that up. Because yeah. I got news for you right now. We're all confused out here. Yeah. So just clarify it. Right. 
And I mean, you can literally, like Bob and I were doing yesterday, lay two articles side by side, and they say completely two different. Yeah, things. they're right. 180 degrees right. out of phase. And Rick, I've talked to several people involved with Chick Fil A over the past few days, and I'm just absolutely, I'm more confused after I talk to them because. I don't know if they've all been told to read off the same line or what, mm. but they all say they don't have. They said nothing's going on, nothing's changed. Yeah. Yeah. And I go, well, are you looking at the internet like I am? Yeah. And they said, well, you, you you call it fake news when they talk about Trump, but you believe in them now. And I'm like, well, Trump comes out and says they're fake news, and why y'all haven't said anything? Well, How about just tell us what the deal is? I That's- think I think I can help you today, off air, and then we'll decide what we can do on air. Okay. 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 Because I'm, I'm doing the same thing. Because I'm pulling for Chick Fil A. Oh, I am okay. too. I am too. I'm it, pulling for Chick Fil A. I want to be clear. But but the thing I can't get my mind around, it, it's an easy fix. Just clarify what's what's true and not true. Okay. Does that that doesn't seem hard to me? But Rick, they say nothing's going on. So why why do we need to fix it? Well, see that you and I don't agree with that that line of thinking. No, I don't. I, I always I don't. clarify if there's yeah. misinformation out there. <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big is our number. Thank you so much for being with us. It's outdoors time. Moultrie, welcome back to Rick and Bubba. How you been? I've been good, Rick. How about you? Well, what I'm seeing here, you've been on a week-long hunt with your new son-in-law. Yeah. And you guys have made your way to a very beautiful place, Chilcotin River, British Columbia, Canada. It was minus 11 when Hello. we left up there, Rick. Hello. Patty said, Patty goes, you better dress warm when you get back. We're having a cold snap down here. I felt like I'd, I'd flown into Miami. <laughs> <laughs> it was so minus 11. Minus 11 when we left up there. Hey. <laughs> the, uh, well, Rick, I want to know what it's like from your son-in-law standpoint to have to hunt with his father-in-law. Oh, the, buddy. Well, yeah. we hunted together about half the week, and then he got some separation time. But <laughs> you're, 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 hey, and y'all know, for four 40 years, we've traveled everywhere in the world hunting, and it's taken me all this time to find the best place, and this is it. The, the guy we you got, always. Look, no, I, this I, is I, it. I know it's, it's unbelievable. Right? This is it. Is it unbelievable? This is it. Well, I know you. you ain't, you're not afraid to upgrade. It looks like you've done it again. No. <laughs> so, uh, and where is it, Dan? It's in, it, you, you fly into Vancouver, and then you go into Prince George, and then you drive from there. And I think I'm speaking right when we get Nick on here. I think his his area is fifteen hundred square miles. Is how big Woo! his area. Is. Man, man, man. It's way hey now. So, uh, so, and, and you guys hunted uh, mule deer, moose, M- mule deer, moose. Saw a lot of animals. And Nick has always been a hundred percent, but he had some picky hunters this time, Rick. And really? So we, we we broke that up a little bit, Did, but, but it wasn't from not seeing a bunch. We saw over twenty moose in one afternoon. You oh, got to be kidding me. Yeah. So would would you just too picky now? Well, we're looking for big ones. Selective. You you don't get big ones shooting medium ones. Now I I noticed (laughs) that you've hunted with Nick, and we're about to meet him last May. Yes. And you you killed a seven foot plus chocolate boar. Yes, with Nick, a beautiful big big boar, seven foot long, seven foot, and these are black bears. 
and four of us went up, hunted four days, mm-hmm. saw 73 bears, and Nick was apologizing for us not seeing enough bears. Oh, man. Oh, wow. that, that's, that's how good it so, is. So, I mean, he walks in the room, and, I mean, we're looking at a, a seven-foot-plus mm. bear. Yes. Good wow. night. How about that? Man, that's almost Bigfoot. That was, that was cool. So, <laughs> but Nick tells the better story. They, these, Nick and his wife are running this. They're young folks. They're doing a great job, Rick, and they're your kind of people. So Chilcotin River Outfitters, and we're talking about Nick Yarish, and, and he joins us now. Nick, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Good. How are you? Well, we're great. thank you for driving miles so you could find a signal to call the show. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I tell you, it's a minus eleven. Is that is that even cold to you? Or I mean, you you bring some Alabama boy in there at minus eleven. You you got you got to layer him up. Yeah, no, it, it feels cold this time of year, though. Yeah. What are, are are y'all still cold up there right now, Nick? Or did it? No, get no, it's minus minus five right now, but it's it's <laughs> been in the pluses every day. <laughs> when when you go out to hunt, I mean, do you have to build a fire in the shooting house? I mean, does that, how do you? Yeah. How, how, how in the world do you stay warm at that temperature? Well, last week we were running the jet boat quite a bit, and it was minus fifteen. And yeah, you had to stop and light a fire quite a bit. I bet you. Well, Nick, tell us. I mean, Dan told us you're you're located in Central British Columbia, right outside of Prince George. But but what we haven't covered. I mean, we talked that we know they hunted uh, some mule deer and, and moose and. Hunted bears last spring, but if I if I'm going to to you guys and I'm I'm saying man I want to go on a hunt tell tell me the different species and the different type of hunts I can go on. We have a wide variety of stuff. We have anything from moose, mule deer, um, black bears, cougar, lynx, wolf. Uh, we used to have grizzly bears, and you know they'll open back up here soon. So we have just about anything: goat, mountain goats. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I mean, and is and and it it seems to be that Dan was a little pickier than the normal hunters that you bring in. Did, no, did no. you find him to be frustrating, Nick? <laughs> no, no. It, it's it's good to get guys like Dan too, and they you know they understand how to how to manage everything, and and there's he knows he's going to be here quite a bit. It sounds like so he wasn't he wasn't too too worried, and he knows his his day will come. Hey, hey Rick. Oh yeah, no, it's, it, hey, it's official, and, and and this is good news for you. Dan has fallen in love. <laughs> hey, hey that, so that, you know what that hey, means? You're going to get to meet that, a lot that, of other hunters real that, soon. Yeah, yeah. That, that, y'all are some of them in the pot. Bitch. Y'all are going to love. <laughs> Y'all are going to love this. In three weeks. Just for y'all. Hey, in three weeks. Here we go. Nick is going to fly out of British Columbia and come to the Kennedy Ranch in Texas and hunt nail guys. There. So so y'all may want to warn him about Nick. Nick, Nick, let me tell you something. I know that you're savvy. I know you're savvy. I know you've seen it all. (laughs) But let me just warn you, okay? Dan Moultrie, when it comes to these nail guys, (laughs) he's going to put you in the back of a truck. And I'm talking about when he sees them. You, you better be holding you, on. You better hang on. Or you'll be yeah. on the on the ground. <laughs> and, and and I don't know if you ever seen westerns when you saw people shooting out of a covered wagon. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it running out of control. That's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> and you're going to hear from the front, shoot! Shoot! Why'd you shoot? <laughs> I've don't never, you see them? I have I'm never, aiming for the potholes, Dan. I, mean, I can't. I have never seen anything like it. And and y'all had told me what it was going to be like, and it was, it was absolutely that plus. <laughs> 
Nick, I felt so bad. Dan's like, why aren't y'all hitting them? I said, because we're shooting straight up in the air. <laughs> we're trying not to fall out of the truck. It, it is absolutely impossible to hold a rifle and hold on. You can't do it. You just you can't, can't do it. it. So you you'll love it. it. You'll love it, Nick. You really will. Yeah. That's good, and they and they eat pretty good too. Yeah, right. Yeah, now, that's, that's now, the biggest part. Let me tell you now: when you go to dressing them out and try to get them in, they, of course you, you're you're used to big games, so that won't be a big deal. <laughs> Nick, yeah. Nick, you know what they call them, don't you? No, the devil's horse, El Diablo. <laughs> so you have to go. In, you have to go into the den of El Diablo. Yes. <laughs> it, it's it's fun to pursue though because they're skittish. They they won't mm-hmm. stand there for you. They're gonna run. And, uh, and it's a challenge. It is. Yeah, it, it is. It, it's, yeah, no, it, just to survive the hunt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, Dan will help you. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. He'll holler, shoot! Shoot! Oh, hey. No, we can do better than that. Let's wait. Let's wait. Shoot! <laughs> 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 uh, well, it's, it's, I'm going to have Nick so she'll go. He no, won't come. He's, <laughs> getting him ready, Dan. He's excited is what he is. <laughs> what, what we had here is, um, you know, is uh, not a failure to communicate. Yeah. Is th- here, matter of fact, Here's our last nail guy hunt with Dan. To <laughs> <laughs> <you> get him! <laughs> All right, we'll come back, Nick. We want to talk to you about hunting in Canada and uh, and what people can expect. And we'll put all your information and show notes there at rickandbubba.com. And, uh, I mean, Dan can't say enough good things. And if you're looking for a great hunting trip with a top-notch outfitter, uh, Dan and his crew can take care of him. And their information is at rickandbubba.com and show notes. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. I'll tell you this. We were just talking about it before we started today about uh, if you find yourself in chronic pain. Oh, so many people start going to the doctor and trying to see if you can find something. You want relief. I mean, you've got to have relief. And, you know, as we all get a little bit older and we do go out and hunt, maybe go on a big, big, a big outdoor deal, body get to creaking a little bit, get to hurting. Uh, you know, you if you if you are taking a relief factor like like we are, that can really, really help. And uh, it's all natural. It's not. It's, it does not have uh, you know the bad side effects of some of the over-the-counter stuff. And we know the addictive problems with the opioids. Uh, this is this is one hundred percent natural, research-based formula. It was created uh, to kind of help with the aging process uh, by a group of physicians, um, uh, and uh, at a well-known clinic in the Pacific Northwest. But they discovered pretty quick with their patients that they were working on. Is that you know almost like you, you, the Avengers you know feature various superheroes? They knew that an omega three was helpful. They knew that resveratrol was helpful. I Karen and curcumin, all these individually seem to do okay. But what if you put them all in one pack and you took them all uh, in the same dosage? And what they found is that if if it's tied to inflammation, this really helps a lot. We we have you know letters that come in of people saying, look, this this has radically changed my life, um, and it could be for you too. So. If you would like to go to relieffactor.com now, we'll send you a three-week supply for only $19.95. In three weeks, you'll know if this is the answer to your problem or not, and hopefully it will be. If not, then you've got an issue that uh, Relief Factor can't help. But uh, relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. Uh, Nick uh, Yarish is with us, and and Nick is, of course, uh, with Chilcotin River Outfitters in British Columbia, Canada. Uh, Moultrie just got back from a mule deer hunt and a moose hunt. He's been on a bear hunt, and uh, we're talking to Nick about, you know, if you would like to 
you know, go up and, and experience um, a hunt with them. Uh, uh, Nick and his wife, Brittany, also, uh, of course, use these Moultrie products. And what, uh, Tell us, Nick, what do you use the, the Moultrie camera system for? Um, how how, does, know, how use, does it operate? Well, you know, we use them for a lot of things. We have a trap line, guide outfit. We have a lodge in the middle of nowhere. So right from security to scouting to, to pretty much you name it, you know, we have 2,500 square miles actually of area. So it's, I mean, mm. you just can't cover it mm. all. So it, it really helps us, you know, say it's come to time, fuel, you name it. Tell me about this trap line. Uh, I, I know it's it's booked up. Dan was saying it's very popular. But but tell me, that's one of these things yeah. you hear about, and somebody says, well, I've never heard an outfitter offer that before. Tell me uh, what this experience is like. Uh, you know, it's I think a good thing for just, it's a big family thing. A lot of guys will bring their kids up, and they get to spend three, four days in the outdoors in the middle of nowhere. Uh, you know, they normally won't even see another human. And kind of just teaches them how to trap and uh, and kind of what they used to do back back in the day and use the furs and and predator control and kind of all that. So it's almost like going back to to the old days of these guys that would just go after these trappers and they're trying to make a living. And they're trying to go after these pelts and these furs that are highly sought after, and you kind of get to have that experience in is, modern it, time. It, it, it's Jeremiah Johnson. Right? Yeah, is, it, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, exactly. And uh, so that what what a great family experience that is, and you guys of course are with them and, and showing them what we should and shouldn't do. But um, so so let me tell you this about um, about also that's important because it's teaching people how to do <clears throat> how to do it correctly if they want to do it correct. You you do a lot of training. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Now imagine you have a family and they've never been around predators, and they mm-hmm. walk up and right. and Nick's got a wolf. Oh. Well, and, that, and that's what I would love to ask him about that. Yeah, cause ask I asked you more speak. about yeah, that off air, speak. where I know you you know you use the cameras and you have an idea where everything is, but there's always that surprise. You go in and you got almost a 200 pound wolf. Right, How right. You, and, you know, hey, I'm hunting mule deer or elk, yeah. and oh, I, we're going after a, a wolf or, yeah. or a bear. I think that's a different intensity on the guide, even though you have to always be looking around. Uh, is that some pretty scary moments when you're trying to get somebody up in bow range to take one of these big things? Um, I mean, it can be. Most times, you're not going to archery a wolf, right? So most right. times, you're you're quite a ways away anyway. Okay, but but on the bears, you walk up close. Nick. Do you ever do you ever think, uh, hey, that's a black bear and it's and it's and it stands Gri- up and it's a you know a grizzly or something? Uh, yeah, that that actually happens most seasons. Oh, that'd <laughs> oh, be uh, oh. So so why why I mean, I, I, it seems pretty obvious, but I want you to give your expertise on that. Why is that a game changer? What what is the difference in approaching a black bear versus a grizzly? Why is why, I mean I know we're talking about size, but what what may, is one more aggressive than the other? Well, I mean, you you want to be careful with both, obviously, but yeah, no grizzlies, you just you don't play around with them. I mean, they're just they're twice the size. They're way way more aggressive. It's you just you don't want to mess around with a grizzly bear at all. Well, why are they so much more aggressive? What makes them more aggressive? Is it just uh, in their DNA, or just the way that they have to get their food and that they or have require to... more food? Yeah, yeah. What or, makes yeah. make what well, you know? Because all throughout the wildlife, you're told by different outfitters, no matter where you are, hey, this animal will false charge. This one won't. Mm-hmm. Hey, this one is deadly. The other is not so much. What what? Why is the grizzly wired this way? I think you know they're just. They're pretty much the king of the forest, right? Nothing, nothing really messes with them. They don't have a predator, and they pretty much eat everything out there. <laughs> yeah, the reason it's funny you said that because I was actually talking to a guy yesterday about buffalo, and he said what people don't understand about the buffalo is the buffalo has an attitude of not running from 
trouble, but running to trouble. And and they think that the way to go about it is to go solve the problem, not run from the problem. Is that kind of how the grizzly is wired? It's pretty much exactly. Yeah. Wow. Now, now, Rick, Nick, Rick likes to fish a lot. All these guys do. Imagine this. He's covering his area, and he's got these jet boats. You go on this huge lake that he's got, and you're glassing the mountains on the oh, side for, oh, for awesome. deer or elk or moose or yeah. whatever you happen to be hunting at the time. But while you're doing that, you're catching 20-pound rainbow trout out of the boat. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Ooh. So I'm fishing while I'm hunting? Nick, tell them about it. On the way to hunt, you fish? On the way to hunt, I'm fishing. Tell them about your fishing, Nick. No, the fishing is, I mean, amazing. Our, our main lodge is on, on an island that we have a barge nobody can get to. So these lakes, they, they don't see humans, you know, so the... Some of the lakes can get some giant rainbows. It's nothing to, to go out every day and catch, you know, a 10 to 15 pounder, and then we get them upwards of 20, 25 pounds on, on a good day. Wow. <laughs> Nick, how did you end up with this, this, this outdoor heaven? I mean, I mean how, how did this happen? <laughs> it was just a lot of luck, I think. Right place, right time. You know, I have a couple other areas, and uh, they just, you know, always kind of weren't exactly what I dreamed of having. They were good, but I just... You know, I kind of always wanted something different, and I just eventually came across it. It was kind of sitting vacant, and I got lucky, and the, the guy was willing to, to part with it. Well, I'm, I'm, that's that's, and I, I know that we, we've given your information out on how to contact you. Do, do you guys stay booked up a, a, a lot in advance? Like if right now I'm making a move, what, what, what type of hunts might have some availabilities? What are the ones I'm probably going to have to wait a little longer? Mm-hmm. Give, me some, give me some clarity on that. You know what? It just varies. Every couple of years, it seems different. Right now, I mean, things have been real busy. Groups have been taking all the spots, but there's always spots here and there because you know, say, say, you, normally we'll run eight clients, let's say, a week, six to eight, and if you know four guys are coming, sometimes there's still room for two people or something on a week. So there's there's a lot of times okay. a, a spot mm-hmm. depending on how big the group is. Yeah, and, you, and of course, if you always drop Moultrie's name. No, no, This last time I told he and Brittany, and he'll take this as the gospel truth. I said, listen, until my daughter calls and tells you I'm dead or I can't get up here, I want to book. There's there's the best ten days of blue season just, and, 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 and the best ten days of bear season. Yeah, and I said. Go ahead and just write me and tell them that intro. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, that's true. No, I know that's true. <laughs> so, tell me about f- facilities. Do I have choices, Nick? Like, I want to go and I want to have a rugged experience. Uh, can I have that? I, I want to go, and of course, this would be me. I want to stay at the lodge. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, what what are the what's the accommodations like? No, the combination, everything. I mean, you can stay in a wall tent. We got some just remote cabins along the rivers and lakes, or we got you know the lodge and. It, the lodge is still remote, you know. It's it's not like it has power. We have generator, solar. Um, you got to pump the water, but it's still it's cozy. So you can rough it, or you can have it pretty much like staying at your house. And, and one of the things he's got Rick, that makes it really good because in today's business world, a business guy has to be in contact at night when they turn on the generator. You'll have internet access during that time, so somebody can catch up on business, okay. and then they go right back to hunt. So you only have electricity when you run the generator. You you're real remote. But- Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, buddy. Well, Nick, what a pleasure uh, to get to talk to you, yeah. and, and it sounds like outdoor heaven. Uh, so I know you'll get a lot of response. We've got your phone number, Facebook page, Instagram page. Yeah, I'm I- looking at Instagram. There's some great pictures on yeah. there. You need to go check it. <laughs> go, go look at all of that in show notes there at rickandbubba.com. Contact Nick and his staff, and they'll put together a, a once-in-a-lifetime experience that you'll 
you'll want to do as many times as uh, as time uh, uh, allows. Except for there's two weeks. Except gone, right? for when Moultrie's got it all. <laughs> yeah, off. yeah. That, that one thing. Nick, thank you so much. What a pleasure to talk to you. Hey, thanks for having us. Rick, Hi, if, if you were Nick. Bigfoot, this is where you'd live. <laughs> <laughs> this is Bigfoot. Now the Bigfoot hunt. Now that's that's exclusive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. All right, we'll uh, we'll be back. So uh, go check out everything that you could possibly want to know about Chilcotin River Outfitters in beautiful British Columbia, Canada. When we come back, time to match Moultrie and win some. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. They call it Match Moultrie. Match Moultrie. All right, we're about to hit into that. Things you need to know. Uh, we'll record another episode of Rick and Bubba University today. We will do an expose on uh, one of the first ladies of the Rick and Bubba show, Betty Lou Bussey. That happens today. There's a daily documentary that published last night from yesterday. Adler put together. Don't miss that. There'll be no daily documentary today because Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, will be recorded, and Adler's got to get that together for publishing this weekend. Uh, so no daily documentary today, but there is a new one that published last night. Rick, I'm thinking uh, Betty's podcast. Maybe we just title it "More Betty." More Betty. <laughs> That's good. I like it. I like it. The first that? Uh, one of the first ladies of Rick and Bubba. Put your hands together for Betty Lou All right, here's Match Moultrie. Are we ready? Are we ready? Are we ready? Here's what's up for uh, uh, for you to win a, a Moultrie mobile system. Of course, I, I went down nice. Tuesday and, and be sure all my batteries are fresh. Get ready for season coming up this weekend. Got a lot of great pictures of Gary. Do, do, does, um, does Gary like that you can know what's going on without having to go through no, him by that? No, he doesn't. He, he wouldn't like that at all. No, hey, I'm just telling you. <laughs> he likes to be the gatekeeper, yeah. literally. Mm. Uh, hey, look, he's done some things down there that people, I'm not sure they were legal, but people sure do appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, remind me to tell you some of the stories. Yeah, you probably need permission before you fix somebody. My favorite, my favorite, my yeah. favorite is when he, he got called 911 time. One time, one time we had some people that were trespassing, criminal trespassing, and she said, "Well, what are they doing right now?" He said, "Well, they kind of laying on the ground because my gun's pointing." Because <laughs> <laughs> at first they said it'll take us a while to get somebody out there. After that, he said, "We got somebody on the way." All right, so here's Dan. You and these questions. This is questions. this is pure trivia at its best, right? This we is, talked about deadly one. animals with Nick and the gang at the Outfitters, okay? Deadly animals. I'm glad you saw the tie-in, right? I do. I, well, I, I tried hard. Of the deadliest animals in the world, there is one animal that if you bring it into captivity, it then is no longer deadly. Hmm. Something about it being brought unique? out of the wild and brought into captivity. Of the deadliest in the world. Deadliest huh. in the world in captivity it will no longer and be Bubba's going to bring deadly. one home in a box and have it as a pet. I love this. <laughs> All right, so so what 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 animal are we talking about? That that's our that's our question. Isn't that a great trivia question? No, it, it, it really where'd is. Where'd you find that one, Dan? <laughs> I looked hard on uh, it. <laughs> remember, I want to make this very clear. This contest is called Match no. Moultrie. Yeah. yeah, don't send us your Google searches when it's over. Don't don't it send me matter. don't send me the other five animals that the same thing happens. Right, right, right. <laughs> this is the animal that Moultrie's looking for. We really did have all the astronauts, Bubba. You you saw to give me a bad rap on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, except for those pictures. Right, right. So once again, I said, look, we're playing Match Moultrie. Yeah, keep in mind, Moultrie has no credibility on these questions. He's just coming in saying this is the answer I want. Yeah, you're just trying to match. 
your <laughs> answer to Dan's question. The truth has nothing I to do with it. I give y'all. Really, we're mount, playing match game. I if give we y'all get to truth, of backup. If we get the truth in this, that's fine, too. <laughs> right. You know right. So here we go. But it's not a prerequisite. <laughs> of the deadliest animals in the world, which animal, if you bring it into captivity, ceases to be deadly? Mm. Love that's, that's a great. This one. is a great question. It is. <laughs> All right, let's go it's to one of your better ones. Let's go to Tracy in Georgia. Tracy, <laughs> oh, do you know what one. animal that Moultrie's looking for? I'm gonna go with elephant. Wild game. <laughs> There's a lot of dead people that would disagree with you on that one. Uh, let's yeah, go to something about Bubba's elephant. gonna have an I, elephant. I, I'm gonna tell you, I've I've looked this list up. I get a totally different list. <laughs> Brett in Montgomery. Brett, go ahead. Hippopotamus. Did he say hippopotamus? Yes, he did. Guys, why would hippo. these suddenly? Okay, hippo, don't don't try to understand. There you are again. Hippo, trying to make sense well, of it. Hippo Greg, that's is, when you put a saddle on them and put a bridle in them. Yeah, yeah, I've seen. Hippo, we've all seen that. Hippo is on the list. Sir. I mean, that's a deadly. Yeah, animal. Hippo's number one on the list. I just list. can't oh, see oh, bringing it home. Changing oh, he's, his he mind. is the deadliest. Yes, animal. we said yeah. one of the deadliest. Animals. Yes. Uh, let's go to Scott in Andalusia. Scott, what animal is Moultrie mm-hmm. looking for? Uh, not a clue. Uh, Thank you for hanging on and hoping it will come to you. Uh, Clayton, also in Andalusia. Clayton, what do you think? Uh, you tell Scott, my uncle Scott, I said, hey, the one that just called. I'm going to say a woman. <laughs> okay. no. Give him some. Give him a feeder. Okay. <laughs> Honorable mention. Put him in captivity. That's good. <laughs> They're dangerous in the wild. By the way, I can, home, I can produce too many stories. I'll tell you, that's not true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're still dangerous at home. Yeah. David and Russellville. Over time, they can that's get more funny. dangerous, I that's think. That's funny. <laughs> David, uh, what, what animal is Moultrie looking for? Dog. Dog, no. no. They still can be deadly. Uh, let's I don't get, know if dog's on the deadly list. It, 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 it is, depending on what list you're looking at. James in Birmingham. James, go ahead. Uh, the golden poison frog. You got another name for him? You're right there. Uh, yeah. What's another name for that frog? The golden poison frog. Yeah, but another name for it. Hold on, I'm gonna see if this is that. Wait a minute. Arrow frog. What? Arrow frog. He's getting, that's arrow, real close. Arrow, that close? That's really close. The same thing. I think okay. there might be some yeah. sub names. Guys, I go, think, go ahead and take it. Dark there you go. There you go. You look far enough down in Google. There you go. Yellow. It, it, it is the poison dart frog. Oh, yellow frog. The golden, whatever you said. Dart. Uh, James. Poisonous little fella. Uh, so, yeah, if you take the, the poison dart frog out of the wild and put it in captivity, it will then no longer be deadly, and Dan is going to tell us how that takes place. But first, uh, James, congratulations. You won a Moultrie mobile system, and you also get one deer feeder unlimited you just won $400 worth of Moultrie oh, stuff. Oh. How about that? Uh, so let me put you on hold, and we'll get all your information, and Moultrie will ship all that to you, okay? Okay, thank you. Hey, thanks now, for listening to Rick and Bubba. And, Rick, what we're talking about, the poison dart frog, this, you know, in the in the movies, like when they're out in the jungle and mm-hmm. and somebody is killing somebody with a blow dart, yeah. this is Ooh. the venom they put on the end of the blow dart comes from this frog, and they say the brighter the color, the more dangerous they are. Read, read that little part. All right, so here's what happened. Scientists are unsure of the source of the poison dart uh, dart frog's to- toxicity. toxicity. Hard to say that. Poison. Uh, it says that they think it may have, have to do with plant poisons, which are carried by their prey, including ants, termites, and beetles. Poison dart frogs raised in captivity will then be isolated from these type insects in their native habitat 
and they never develop the poison. So in captivity, it's really they think the poison is tied to the diet they find out in the wild. What they're eating in the wild. And so when you bring it into captivity and start feeding it something from the pet store or whatever, then it's not poison anymore. Read read that part above it, Rick, of how deadly they are. I had no idea. A golden dart, and the guy said that is golden, a golden dart frog's poison is strong enough that a single frog can kill 10 men with a single dose. And these are little bitty frogs. It only takes two micrograms. Uh, an amount that can fit on a pinhead to drop a single human adult. Dang. That's a toxic. Problem. That's a toxic. So if you got if you're if you're using a blow dart and you dip it in that, <laughs> oh baby, and oh. it hits you, then you're a gun. it's over. You're yeah. It's over <laughs> quick. Who do, you, who do you think brought the first one home and said, I'm going to make a little pet out of it and found <laughs> yeah, out he yeah, wasn't yeah, dangerous yeah. anymore? I mean, look, look how little it is. Oh, it's a tiny yeah. little thing. Wow. wow. Oh, it, it, it's just the size of the tip of your finger. That's unbelievable. But he's a deadly little fellow. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> so, uh, so I'll tell you one thing you don't want to do is lick him. These people <laughs> lick frogs. Yeah, and apparently in, in looking at this and reading on it, it, with frogs, the more colorful they are, usually the more poisonous they are. How about that? Oh. So them old pond nope. frogs we see, ain't nothing wrong dark, with them. Dark green and black. But you start seeing red and yellow on them, look out. Because red and yellow kill a fella. So <laughs> the poison dark frog you learned today, thanks to Moultrie, is one of the most deadly animals in the world, but in captivity, it ceases to be deadly. That's a good trick. That's good. Thing. Good time. Good to talk to you, Moultrie. <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.